from Ranch TV Studios. This is Beef with Millennials, hosted by Allie, Julia, and Corey. We are here to give you the facts on beef production and how we, as millennials, can make an impact on the future of the beef industry. So today we have Dr. Hill with us. Um, he is the founder of Ranch TV. So Dr. Hill, why don't you give us a little background information about yourself, kind of what kind of background you have in agriculture, where you grew up, stuff like that. Yeah, so I, yeah, I grew up on a small family farm and we raise hogs and we raise sheep and horses and I did end up working at uh, with uh, Angus and Hereford and Semitol and Charlotte Cattle Ranch that was close to our home. And so I, I had a pretty wide array of experience with livestock uh, on the small family farms. And uh, it really helped me have a, a good understanding of what producers do to try to make sure that their animals are healthy and happy and that they are safe and that we also f produce a safe food product for the consumer. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your family and how they kind of impact your role here at Texas A&M and in your life? Yeah, so, you know, um, I think when you think about the worldview that you have, you know, a lot of times it's through your experiences. And, you know, I'm, I'm a father of four and have three grandchildren and, you know, really understand that the importance of nutrition and healthy nutrition in their lives and also understand that uh, as a producer, as a cattle producer or livestock rancher, that it's important for us as a producer and for me as a scientist to make sure that we do the best job that we can to produce a healthy, safe food product for the consumer. And so what I've really tr kind of transitioned my life as far as what I do here at Texas A&M is to do two things. One is to help uh, livestock ranchers, meat processors, retail grocery store um, personnel and food service personnel, restaurateurs, help them uh, be good stewards of the products that we, we raise and that we produce and that we process and do a good job, the best job we can, both from the animal standpoint as well as the environmental standpoint. So I spent a lot of time working on trying to present information that would help producers do the best job they can in those different areas. And then secondly, I want to help consumers understand that first of all, ranchers do have shared values with them. They do care about the animals. The vast majority of them want to do what's right. They want to do what's best for those animals and they also want to produce a safe food product. And so to help consumers understand ag production systems and really as an in as a why we do while the so to help explain to consumers from a scientific standpoint, as a research scientist and extension specialist here at Texas A&M, why cattle producers or livestock owners do the things that they do, why meat processors and how meat processors ensure a safe food product. And uh, it really is a nice kind of marriage between trying to help the rancher better understand how to produce and be good stewards of the resources that they have, lands and, and animal and water, and then help consumers understand what the producer is doing and why they do the things that they do. Okay, um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about where you studied uh, for your degrees and what kind of research you focus in? 
So yeah, I started uh, with my bachelor's degree and then master's degree at Kansas State University. And then I got a PhD at Oklahoma State University. And then 33 years ago, came to Texas A&M University as an extension meat specialist. And through my career, I've really worked in two areas. One is meat quality and how to produce a high quality product for the consumer and try to better understand what consumers want and help relay that back to the ranchers and the people that produce the food products. And then at the same time, try to produce a safer product. So I also have worked in the area of food safety. Uh, probably the last, oh, I'd say 10 years of my, my career, I've worked in the anim, uh, animal welfare area uh, and trying to help. And I actually do auditing of plants and try to help uh, plants know the best systems to put in place to be able to handle cattle or any livestock in a safe, uh, low-stress way, and then also to make sure they understand how the facilities need to be designed to try to produce a uh, product that's uh, how to move animals through that facility at a very low stress rate. So I really work with them and then also do some auditing to try to make sure that they're doing the right things and uh, help them produce an, a uh, product that came from humanely handled animals that were treated well and that were cared for. So you mentioned that you grew up on a farm, but what really started you on your path to meat science? So on meat science, it really was um, when I was at Kansas State University and I had a major professor, his name was Del Allen, and uh, he made the field really exciting. He was an excellent teacher. He had, was able to bring the industry, he had industry experience and bring that into the classroom. And as a result of his mentorship, I decided I'd like this too. I like this area. We, it, I really understood that as a rancher, small family farm, that every one of us is in the business of producing a food product for the consumer. And I felt like I could really help in the area of trying to produce that food product. So I spent a lot of my time reminding ranchers that we're in the business of producing food, not just cattle and uh, they are very receptive to that. And then also I spend time in trying to make sure that the systems that are put in place produce a healthy, safe product and humanely handled animals. So over your time within the industry, how has meat science improved? Well, you know, meat, meat science improved really from a technology standpoint, you know, as all sciences, we have methodology, we have instrumentation that allows us to measure quality better, that measures, I mean, we can measure um, and look for specific bacteria, we can look for numbers of bacteria in very rapid methods now. And so because of instrumentation and improvement in that, it really has uh, made uh, the, uh, to assure that safe food supply and high quality products and measuring quality even more, um, you know, even, even a better system than it was before. Also from the genetic standpoints, you know, we have now just like the human uh, genome project, we have a bovine or cattle genome product pro project and in those projects we're able to identify specific genes that impact the quality, the safety, even the ability of that animal to, uh, to wear off diseases and uh, parasites. Some animals are more um, resistant to those things, so to be able to select for animals that have a better immune system or, or, or 
have more safeguards against uh, internal, external parasites. Then also to improve the quality of the meat. There's some genetics that are tied to that. And so because of the genetics and instrumentation, we're able to really do a better job of evaluating the types of cattle that we have and helping producers uh, through genetics select better cattle that will produce better meat, hopefully for the consumer. Okay, so let's circle back around. I mentioned Ranch TV. So can you tell us a little bit more about Ranch TV University? Yeah, Ranch TV came from an idea of when, you know, we, we have all my 33 years here at A&M, I do face-to-face meetings with cattle producers, with meat processors, with even consumer groups. And, um, you know, I'll have several hundred that might come to them at a time. But I realized that in the state of Texas, there's at least very close to 100,000 cattle producers. The average herd size for cattle in Texas is 40 head. Almost all of those are family farms. Almost every one of those, you know, you think about cattle, even the ones that might have thousands of animals, those are family-driven farms. Not, we don't have corporate farms. They might be incorporated for tax reasons, but they're family farms, and I really felt like it would be uh, a good idea to do more things online where producers can actually get to resources without having to come and drive to a meeting to hear somebody like me give a talk. And so Ranch TV came up with the idea of trying to present um, relevant scientific information to consumers, and probably even more importantly from the Ranch TV side, to cattle producers about how to raise their cattle effectively, how to be good stewards of the cattle that they have. And so in Ranch TV right now, we have about 1,200 videos. And those videos will cover areas from beef in the diet, food safety, beef quality assurance. We'll have a, we have an animal welfare section about how to move cattle in an effective way using their natural behaviors and natural flight zones. We also have sections on reproduction and nutrition and forages uh, with the goal of trying to really be an encyclopedia for cattle producers to go to and watch a two to five minute video uh, that might help them do a better job on their own ranches. And so as you you look at the Ranch TV really kind of was born out of the idea of a YouTube error and being able to present uh, scientific information in a quick way that producers can get to the answers that they, uh, questions that they have as quickly as possible. So kind of to wrap it up, what can we as an industry do to improve the quality of beef? So, well, you know, as far as the quality of beef, it really is in, in a lot of areas for producers, and we, we talk about these different areas. One is, is to more cattle producers to really look at the genetics that they're using within their herds. Um, it's important that they know the, you know, what, what the outcome is of the matings between the sire and the cow, you know, the bull and the cow, what those calves are going to end up looking like, what they're going to produce as far as a meat product. Second is, is that we hope that every beef cattle producer will be in a beef quality assurance program. Beef quality assurance uh, we all sometimes you might hear the phrase BQA. Well, beef quality assurance is the food safety side on the live animal of producing a, doing all the things correctly to make sure that we produce a healthy, safe product. For example, um, the Food and Drug Administration, they approve all of our animal health products that we use in cattle. And so it would be really uh, 
we, we want producers to understand that on that there's directions and labeling. And most cattle producers do exactly what I'm going to explain, but, but we want to make sure that they all producers understand that. And that is, is that on there there's a withdrawal label, a withdrawal time from the time that they give the injection to the time that they could actually sell that animal for a, a potentially a food product down the road. And so say, you know, it says you know, withhold animals from from harvest for 28 days. Well, they have a record. So we talk about record keeping. We keep in track of all of that to make sure that that has, um, it has transpired before they ship that animal for potentially uh, to be used as a food product down the road. And so we'll teach things like that. So the beef quality assurance program is really important. And there's most of the cattle producers understand these things, but we want to make sure all of them do. And then also from the standpoint of helping processors and retailers and grocery store and even consumers understand that they have a role in the safety of the products. Every step of the way from the time that that animal is, is born into the world to the time that we end up having a meat product on the consumer's table, every single person that comes in contact with that food product has a responsibility from a safety standpoint. So I work with consumers on that side where they have a better understanding of you know, what I call, you know, the three C's, which is cook it properly, keep it cold, first of all, then cook it properly, okay, and don't cross-contaminate between raw and cooked. And you do some of those things, that's the, that's what the consumer's responsibility is in producing a safe food. So that's, those are just some examples of things that we would talk about, but all of that put together will produce a high-quality, safe food product for the consumer. Okay, Dr. Hill, is there anything else that you want the listener to know about you or the meat industry as a whole? Well, I do want them to know that I, I, we really enjoy for them to go to the Ranch TV website. If they go to ranchtv.org, uh, they'll go to a page that will either take them to some courses that we do, and those courses are for beef cattle producers, or to the video library that we have that's on YouTube. And there's a playlist there that I'm sure consumers would love to see, and that's called the Beef Literacy uh, page. And then there's also all of these other playlists that include reproduction and genetics and feeds and feeding and forages and even health of cattle and how to handle cattle in, in a proper way. And so those things are all in that video library, and we would uh, want them to know that and hope that they'll go check it out. Okay, thank you for coming in today, Dr. Hale. Thank you. So that kind of wraps up this episode of Beef with Millennials. As always, our goal here at Beef with Millennials is to provide our listeners with the facts about beef production so they can make an informed and conscious decision about adding beef to their healthy lifestyle. But keep a lookout for our next episode. To stay up to date with this podcast and our other projects, follow us on Facebook at Ranch TV and on Twitter and Instagram at RanchTVU. Until next time, this has been Beef with Millennials.